What's up, everybody? I hope you're enjoying the holidays. Hopefully, you have some time off here to spend with the family. We've got some fantasy hockey stuff we want to talk about. This is going to be the last episode before Christmas. So what we wanted to do is get in some uh, Christmas-themed mayhem, okay? We are going to talk about three fantasy gifts we've received this year and then three fantasy re-gifts, all right? We're going to have a super time. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL today. spirit it's snowing like crazy here uh, where I'm at in uh, Vancouver Island Canada I had to uh, get out today and uh, do some shoveling of the walk yeah that was a pain in the Badinsky all right uh, yeah uh, usually the, the weather here on Vancouver Island is pretty mild actually and uh, so we were surprised we had you know a, over a foot of snow it looked like to me it was a you know so I got my workout in uh, <laughs> And I had my kids out in the snow and, you know, it's always fun to just launch your kid right into the snow and watch him disappear. It's pretty sweet. So that's what we had going today. Merry Christmas! Dinner was full! I'm uh, Blake Creamer, your host. This is Fantasy NHL Today. Sorry, I forgot to introduce myself. Yeah. Please go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Blake Creamer SE. And if you could, please go and rate the podcast. And uh, if you like what you hear, please give it a five star rating, leave a review. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter to DM me. Let me know uh, if you like some of this content that's going on, what you think can be done better. I'm all ears, all right? Doesn't mean I'm going to change anything, all right? Uh, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this, but. Uh, yeah, please go check check that out. Give me give me a rating, give me a follow, all that business. Yeah, and uh, it is. It's it's coming up to Christmas time here. Uh, yeah, like I said, the snow is crazy here, so we're actually a little bit snowed in today. So luckily, we have uh, all our shopping and stuff done. So that's pretty good. And my wife is now off, uh, as so am I. So I've had the kids by myself for the last couple of days, and uh, that's been a joy to the world. All right, no sarcasm uh, there at all. All right. I love my kids. They're amazing. I'm having a good time. Not. (laughs) Anyways, uh, we've got some fantasy stuff to talk about, okay? We still got some games being played in this shortened week. We did talk about streaming strategies last episode. Now I just want to have some fun. I think in this episode, like I said, we're going to do three fantasy gifts that we've received this year. And three fantasy gifts that maybe we want to re-gift. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, I do have to say, I basically stole this idea from Nate at Apples and Genos. So uh, shout out to you, Nate. I am uh, you know, want to give you the credit. All right. But this is a good idea. All right. Let's, let's do a Christmas-themed episode. All right. So before we get into that, we want to talk about a little bit of NHL news. News. New news. 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 First up, we're just going to talk about some players that are coming back uh, and uh, that are injured and and all that stuff. So, um, Elmer Soderblom, 
magic helmet and I'll give you a sample. That beauty from Detroit. He's back on Wednesday. Uh, this is not really fantasy relevant, but I just uh, wanted to do a sound drop. And uh, yeah, now we've done it and I feel good about myself. He's going to be back in the lineup. I hope that guy's a beauty player. Tage Thompson in five years. That's Elmer Soderblom. Book it confirmed. All right. Rasmus Sandin was injured in tonight's game, so he's he's uh, wasn't able to return. So Toronto's D is looking real sparse. So I don't I don't know what they're going to do there. You know, probably five forwards on power play one maybe, and uh, you know we'll get Mark Giordano on the second power play. Sheesh, I don't know. Oh hi, Mark. Doesn't really matter. Boy, the Leafs, uh, uh, they're flying. Their power play looks amazing. I watched a little bit of the game tonight, and Matthews is just so freaking good. I mean, you know he's not really uh, at the level where maybe we all hoped he would be this year, but the way he moves the puck, man, he, he is so slick. And, and obviously, the guy's just got a cannon. Love me some Austin Matthews, all right? And I love some JB, Justin Bieber, all right? We're from Canada up in here, all right? It is shit, Austin. Oh, good. Then it's not just me. Just kidding. I don't know why I said that and memorialized it on to uh, my podcast, but that's fine. I'm sure he's a nice person. All right, moving on. Rasmus Sandin, injured. Yeah, so just uh, it, what to watch for. Let's just keep an eye on Toronto and, and, and who's going to get that deployment there um, in Toronto. Um, Jordan Kairou is injured. Uh, he was injured in that uh, game where he got the hat trick against the Canucks. Um, so, yeah, they've got. I think they have one more game before the Christmas break here, so... Hopefully that gives him enough time to heal up, but yeah, just keep an eye on that. That's unfortunate. Chris Tanev for the Flames uh, was taken off IR, so he could be back in the lineup shortly. Um, yeah, he took a slap shot to the head, so that, that's never good. Tanev played for the Canucks for a, a long time, and he's just such a beauty. This guy's a warrior, so uh, hopefully a speedy recovery for him. Looks like he's, he's doing okay. Um, some good news, Timmy Stutzla. Timmy Stutz. Uh, he could be back as soon as Thursday. So that's awesome. I actually just picked up a Tim Stutzla in a trade. Um, actually, yeah, let me let me tell you this trade just for fun. If you have any opinions on this trade, go ahead and let me know. You can let me know on Twitter. Um, yeah, just reach out and, and let me see. Um, but I traded uh, William Nylander and Dougie Hamilton. Taste me how to duck. Taste me, taste me how to duck, duck. For Kale McCarr and Tim Stutzla. I get Kale McCarr and Tim Stutzla. It is a points league, really, with no um, no points for peripherals, really, besides shots on goal. Um, so, yeah, that's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it because Nylander, he's just playing unreal. He had a uh, goal and assist tonight, eight shots. Um, yeah, he's, he's playing unreal. I think he's, he stepped up his game for sure. So it's, it's tough to get rid of a player like Nylander, but when you get Kale McCarr back in the deal, and Tim Stutzla, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> that Kale McCarr, I, I thought he was being drafted way too high. I know in draft season, um, some analysts were, were putting him at number three, you know, pick him number three overall, something like that. That's craziness. And we, and we talked about that a little bit. Um, you know, McCarr, defensemen just can't get the type of production that, um, you know, forwards can get to be honest, right? If we're looking for cross-category coverage. Um, McCarr had an amazing season last year. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's still the best defenseman in the league, in my opinion, uh, offensively at least, although he's, he's only fifth. He's, he's fifth in defenseman scoring right now. But, you know, uh, the, the Avalanche are, are limping in, right? They've, they've got Landeskog is out. McKinnon is out. Um, 
you know, they've, they've just got Nichushkin back. So I, I expect the avalanche uh, after Christmas break to just start rolling again. So hopefully I'm kind of banking that McCarr is going to go on a bit of a run here, but he's still playing awesome anyway. So yeah, that's, that's the trade, whatever you think of it. But uh, yeah, Timmy Stutzla, he's, he could be back um, for Thursday and I really like him too. I, I like him for a point of game this year, hopefully. And then, you know, with some very decent perifs. So keep an eye on Tim Stutzla. All right, that's my trade, and I feel good about it, and it's a bit scary because, yeah, I think I'm getting rid of, you know, at least the, the, the player that's performing the best currently, which is uh, William Nylander, and that always sucks. More news. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev. Sergey, He's back. Uh, he was back in the lineup tonight. Um, Hedman did get power play one time for a little bit. Um, yeah, that's just an ongoing saga, something to keep an eye on in Tampa Bay. Something's going on in Tampa Bay. They just don't look sharp. They didn't look good tonight against the Leafs, in my opinion. They were barely shooting. Um, yeah, this, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. We'll talk a little bit later about uh, some of the Tampa Bay players, but Sergeyev is back. That's good news because he's been their, their highest uh, performing defenseman by far this uh, season. Next up, Boone Jenner. Uh, I, I talked on Apples and Geno's podcast on Sunday saying Boone Jenner was my guy. I love Boone Jenner. He's, he's just a rock. And then, uh, yeah, the very next day, he, uh, <laughs> they put him on IR for four, four weeks. With, uh, he, he had finger surgery. So, Boone Jenner, what are you doing, my guy? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, and the very next day, you gave it away, you bum. Just kidding. I love Boone Jenner. I wish him all the best. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he's going to be out for a month, so that kind of sucks. Uh, Columbus is, wow, they're, they're, they're in rough shape. I mean, Igor Chinikov is, is out now. He's on IR. Merzlikens uh, was out of the game here. They, their number one center now is Kent Johnson, which, I don't know, is great for Kent Johnson. He might be an ad. Uh, definitely I want to see how he does moving forward here, but Roslovic is going to get a bigger role. It's just... Yeah, I mean, the, 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 they're, they're just the walking dead there in Columbus. It just really sucks for them. Sucks for Goudreau and Line A. It feels like a wasted season for them because there was a lot of uh, hope coming into the season here. Even with Merzlikens and Corpusalo, I thought uh, their goaltending was decent. Wierenski's out, for, you know, it's just been a crazy season there. So, you know, hopefully they, they get back and make it respectable or maybe they could at the very least draft uh, Connor Bedard. That might be a nice consolation prize there. Okay. Um, Sebastian Ajo is close to returning. I think they, they want to get him in for a practice. He, I mean, he's obviously been out for a little while, but um, that's going to, you know, Carolina is still playing amazing. On the back of uh, this goaltender, Piotr Kachetkov. Man, this, this guy killed it again tonight. I think he had 38 saves, uh, let in one goal tonight. Beautiful. The guy's playing unreal. Should He's must-roster player, should be rostered immediately uh, if he's on the wire. So go find Kochetkov. But yeah, good news. Aho, uh, Sebastian Aho, looking like he's going to be back soon. And then Blake Wheeler's been put on IR, uh, which sucks uh, for Winnipeg because he, you know, he was having a pretty good season up to this point. So I think Cole Perfetti. Monster Getty. That's your guy. Cole Perfetti is going to do more. Um, you know, just more time and minutes for, for all the big guys there. PLD, actually, Pierre-Luc Dubois has been playing amazing in uh, uh, Winnipeg as well. He's having a great season. So just more responsibility for them. And, yeah, they, sh- they should be fine. They all on the back of their guy, Josh Morrissey, that uh, stud of a defenseman. You know, he's, he's killing it this year out of nowhere. So, yeah, good for Josh Morrissey. Appreciate that. 
But yeah, that's it for the news. So let's just get into what we came to talk about, all right? Um, Christmas gifts and Christmas re-gifts, fantasy NHL style. Did anyone order me a plain cheese? All right, and when we're talking about gifts, we're just talking about players that, you know, have been just a beautiful gift under the tree. You open it up, you're beaming, you're loving it, and it and it and you use it all year round. All right. So yeah, that's what we're talking about with our three fantasy gifts. And then our three re-gifts we're talking about. Gifts you get and you basically kind of I don't know if you've seen that Seinfeld episode where they can tell if you like the gift or not by if you repeat the gift after you open it. You know, like uh Oh, tube socks. Yeah, if you repeat it, right? So like, oh, Victor Hedman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. You know, so that, that's where we're going at with this kind of thing. These are re-gifts. We're talking about fantasy gifts as well. So without further ado, let's get to biz. The first one, we just have to talk about this guy, Tage Thompson, the Buffalo Sabres. Man, who saw this coming? Seriously, this... It, He's third in league scoring. It goes Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Tage Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. I think he's talking to you. Whoa, that's wild. Um, you know, you got this guy late in a draft. You got him, you know, after 100, most likely, right? You drafted him after 180p. That's excellent. This is this is just some sensational value. And this is, you know, this is a superstar-making season. And I love to see it. I love watching this guy. Man, is he ever talented with the puck? And obviously, we all know this guy's like a giant. You know, 6'7", 220, soft hands, um, soft skin. I don't know. That's I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, he's he's just doing really well. So we're looking at 50 points in 32 games, 26 goals, 24 assists. He's on pace for 128 points. What the hell? That I don't think is realistic, but I think 100 points is very realistic for Tage Thompson. And I would not have said that at the beginning of the year. You know, last season he got 68 points in 78 games with a very respectable 38 goals, he, he's going to blow these numbers out of the water. And, and I just love to see it um, just because I love hockey. And I love when a guy kind of just, you know, declares himself like this. He, he's, he's not really come out of nowhere, but I mean, he's a superstar. That, let's, let's make no mistake about that. Um, and Buffalo, they got something good going on there. His line mates are playing amazing as well. Jeff Skinner having a great season. Alex Tuck having a great season. These these guys are performing, and their power play there is ridiculous. Uh, you know, Rasmus Dahlin on the point. Just just a lot of good things going on in Buffalo. Very fun team to watch this year. Um, Tage Thompson, uh, he has, la- last season, with his 38-goal uh, season, he was shooting 3.2 shots per game. This season, it's 4.6. That's That's major. You know, and he's up a minute in ice time average. So he's averaging 18 minutes and 52 seconds. And that's a big difference between him and McDavid and Dreisaitl. Those guys are playing well over 20. Tage Thompson's only playing 18 minutes and 52 seconds average on ice. So uh, there's there's some potential for more here, especially the way he's playing. You know, he's he's got 24 points in his last 11 games. He's just a brute. He's on fire. You know, his shooting percentage is is crazy high right now. It's like 18% on 146 shots, but who cares? I mean, he's he's doing everything. He's got 12 power play goals in 32 games. He's got 22 power play points in 32 games. 
He's just he's just a stud. If you pick them up, this is the gift that's going to keep giving all year, no question, unless he gets injured, and I hope that's not the case. But even if he does get injured, where you drafted him, he already has 50 points. Dang. I mean, this this is a can't-lose guy at this point. So love me some Tage Thompson. I'm going to keep watching him. It's exciting stuff. Let's move on. That is the first fantasy gift right there. The second fantasy gift is my guy, Timo Meyer. It's Timo time, baby. I love this guy. Um, you know, he, he doesn't get the fanfare that, um, you know, all the other kind of elite players get. And I guess, I guess if I, I can't say Timo Meyer's elite. For fantasy, I think he's elite. Um, you know, in terms of just on-ice product, like he's, yeah, he's, I guess I understand why he doesn't get the fanfare. First, he's in San Jose, right? He, he's not like a Tage Thompson, that's for sure. But uh, let's look at Timo Meyer's season so far. He's got 31 points in 34 games, 16 goals, 15 assists. I love that. It's a, that's a 75-point pace. But the thing you, you love about Timo Meyer is his shots are elite. So his shots per game, elite. His hits are elite for a forward. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. Um, and, and he gets, yeah, a reasonable amount of points. The guy's, you know, point per game, point per game player. So he, he's going to get over 300 shots this year. I love that. So in a category league, you're getting shots, you're getting hits. He scores goals. I mean, he scored 35 last year. He's already up to 16 this year. Um, yeah, his, everything he's doing right now is completely sustainable. He did it all last year and it looks like he's going to do it again this year. I just love it. He's first line power play, first line. Um, he, he's a great player. I've got him on a lot of teams. He plays a ton on the power play. He's just a great player. And uh, he's fun to watch too, actually. If you ever, <laughs> I don't know how many of you get to watch San Jose games, but Meyer is noticeable about, out there. He shoots a ton. He hits a ton. This guy's a beauty. Get him on your team. I'm happy I got Meyer on my team this year. Um, so yeah, thank you, Timo Meyer. You're the guy, you're my guy. All right. Now let's move on to the last gift we're gonna talk about. My man Vinny Tro. For show. Trocheck. All right. Vincent Trocheck. I sang this man's praises all throughout draft season. And uh, you know, he's really delivered so far. Um, I try I try to pick, you know, players that are a little less obvious. Obviously, we can say, you know. Jason Robertson should be one. I I needed to mention Tage Thompson just because I thought that was really a surprise. T Jason Robertson, you know, is a surprise, but um, not as much as Tage. So, I, anyways, I chose Vincent Trocheck because I wanted to kind of go off the the because I wanted to get something a little less obvious. So yeah, let's talk about Vinny Tro for show. Love this guy. Um, you know, I, I basically called for him to get a 70 point, you know, 70 to 80 points this year. And, and I know that's a lot. Um, and it might not happen, but right now he's, he's on a 65 point pace. He had a little streak there where he wasn't getting too many points. But right now he's got nine points in his last five games. He has 27 points in 34 games this year with 11 goals and 16 assists. Um, but again, another great thing about this player, he gives you cross category coverage like a like a hot damn. So he's already got 103 shots on the season. He's averaging three shots per game, uh, which is up. Last year, uh, he only shot 2.1. This year, he's at three. He's already had 85 hits in 34 games. That's huge for a forward. 12 power play points. Love that. Um, he's not really blocking a ton, but you know he's a forward, so you don't really expect that. Um, the really key thing for Trocek this season has been 
his ice time has increased um, over two minutes. That's huge. He's getting he's getting prioritized in New York, and I love it. Um, I, I thought it might be the case just because of the type of player he is, but I, I'm glad that it's actually coming true. You know, it, it doesn't matter where he's playing, honestly. Like he he's playing top nine actually right um, right now, but he gets a ton of power play time. He's playing shorthanded, so he's getting a bunch of minutes, and that's where he gets kind of all his peripheral. Uh, does all his peripheral damage, right? But he's he's really clicking on the power play because he already has 12 this year, 12 points. And in 81 games last year, he only had 12 points. So he can do this. In his big season in Florida where he had 75 points in 82 games, he had 27 power play points. Um, I could see him doing that again for sure. This power play in New York is killer, um, or it should be anyway. And I know New York has been a bit of a disappointment this year, but Vincent Trocek has not been. Um, and this guy was available, it just ridiculous, around like 170, 180 ADP on Yahoo. Just obscene. I have him on, uh, I think, six of my eight teams because he was available. And I knew he would be available, so I don't know what, uh, what's going on. But I, I love me some Vinny Trocek. This guy's been a gift all year. I don't see any of what he's doing as unsustainable. Uh, I think, you know, he does have some injury history here. But I don't know. You can't you can't worry about that with players. So I'm all on the Vinny Trocheck train. I think he's going to have a great season. I'll look for 65, 75 points this year. And let's leave it at that. I love my I love my guy. All right, Vinny Tro. So now let's talk about the less desirable these lumps of coal that we're talking about here. Um, three gifts you probably want to regift. All right, you want to get off these players if you can. You know, uh, and I look at them now and I, I can say they're all buy lows for sure. They're, they're all, I, I think they should, they should all come up, but so far it's just been kind of brutal as it's gone on. So well, let's get into it here. The first one I want to talk about is the Calgary Flames, Jonathan Huberdeau. Man, this, uh, this has been uh, quite a turn of events actually, especially after the season he had last uh, last season, and then even the four seasons he had, you know, prior to this one, like it's, it's just inexplicable what, what's happened to him. His offense has dried up. You know, he's on, he's on a 52 point pace right now, Uh, 19 points in 30 games. He's only has one point in his last four games. Uh, A couple big things here with Huberdo. Um, it, it, his fit in Calgary has not been good. So he, he's, you know, bounced around the lines. He's been moved off the top line again with Lindholm and Toffoli. Now he's playing on the second line with Kadri and uh, Lucic. Yeah, Milan Lucic. What the hell are we doing here? This is one of the best passers in the league. Lucic, I mean, if he passed it off, Lucic's big head, I mean, that, that's, that's an easy goal. But other than that, I, I don't expect too much from that. So um, anyways, his, his ice time last year in Florida, 19 and a half minutes. Uh, average ice time this year in Calgary, just 17. So he's two and a half minutes down. That's not good. I mean, we're 30 games in. This is a reasonable amount of time for us to see what what he looks like in Calgary. And and it hasn't been good so far. And I don't know why. Um, You know, I have some ideas, but, you know, first off, like he's last year, he shot 2.8 shots per game. This year, it's 1.7. So he's shooting way less. You know, his shooting percentage is down. Uh, he's shooting less and his shooting percentage is down. So five goals in 30 games, that, that's not good. You know, last year he scored 30. 
And that's his, uh, that's actually his um, career high, 30. He tied it last year. He did it again in 2018. Um, so he's not obviously a, a known as a goal scorer. He's known as an elite passer. And for whatever reason, it just hasn't happened for him here, here in Calgary. You know, 30 games in, we still got 52 to go. So we'll see what happens. But this has not been a, a, a good run for Huberto here. So, um, you know, even looking at some of his advanced stats here, everything's just way down. So his goals per 60 are down. His shots per 60, uh, last season was 8.5. This year it's 5.7. His shooting percentage is down. Um, it, just everything everything that matters. His Corsi 4, his individual Corsi 4 per 60, down, way down. Um, and he's not getting any, uh, his scoring chances and his high danger scoring chances all down. So, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to, to, to tell you that Huberdeau has been a big disappointment so far. Um, but I do think he's a buy low. I picked him up on one of my teams. Um, and I feel okay about it, but yeah, he's still, (laughs) the buy low window is still open. So I'm hoping at some point this buy low bump is going to happen, but I think he's going to need some more ice time to do that. So hopefully he starts getting a little bit better deployment there with Sutter and Calgary, but we'll see Jonathan Huberdeau. Uh, he's a, he's a re-gift for sure. Yeah. You're, you're looking at that and you're going, Oh, Jonathan Huberdeau. All right. That's, that's nice. Uh, let's talk about another re-gift. We're talking about Tampa Bay Lightning's Victor Hedman. I already alluded to that. See you at the party, Richter. Um, again, very similar to Huberdeau. What the hell happened? What is going on? This guy's got one goal in 29 games. He scored 20 as a defenseman last season. So it, it, this, it, it just doesn't make sense. I know he was off power play one for a large portion of the, of the season. But that, that shouldn't cause this mu- many problems with, with what he's doing. His ice time has remained um, you know, reasonable. His power play uh, time, even, even though he's been on the second power play for a lot of that, he's still getting some reasonable power play time. I mean, I guess not with Kucherov and Stamkos and, those, and Point and those guys, so I guess that's making a big difference. Um, what I've noticed so far with him is his shooting percentage is, is way down. So his career average is 7, 7%, and this season so far he's shooting 1.7. So, and he's also shooting less. So he's, you know, last season, 2.7 shots. The season before, 2.5. This year, two. So he's shooting less um, and he's converting less, way less. So, I mean, that's clearly the reason why he doesn't have more goals, but I, I just don't know. He, like, last year, he had 85 points in 82 games. I don't think we expected him to do that. But I really think we expected more than what we've seen here. It, he's just fallen off a cliff, and he's only 32. So it doesn't make sense. I, I feel like, you know, there might be something going on with Hedman, like an injury or something in the dressing room or just, I, I, I don't know. Um, but I watch him play, and he's not as noticeable. Like, I watched a little bit, of, again, of the uh, the Toronto-Tampa Bay game here, and I couldn't even tell he was on the ice, to be honest. And I've noticed before, you know, Hedman is quite a noticeable player. So I'm wondering too, like just with Tampa Bay, the amount of playoffs that they've played, like Hedman has had no break for like four straight seasons uh, because of, of how successful Tampa Bay has been in the playoffs. And I'm wondering if it's just catching up to him. If he's just, you know, if, if behind closed doors, they've said, hey, Sergachev, you're going to be the guy this year. Hedman, you t- <laughs> take the season off. 
Can your grandfather do this? Hey, ha, hoo, hey, ha, hoo, hey, ha, oh. Um, you know, I know that sounds silly, but like, you know, maybe they're basically like, look, you're, you, we don't need you for offense, right? We just want you to do your thing, be defensively sound. And obviously he is, right? We're talking fantasy hockey, not real hockey. So, um, you know, Hedman's still a, a beast, right? He's a guy you want on your team. But, uh, wow, what a difference this year um, so far. And I'm interested. It's, I'm interested to see what happens moving forward because he is getting reps on power play one again. And he can put a run together. Like in the last four games, he has five points. That's not terrible. That that's we'll take that. You know, um, <laughs> anything right now. I've got him on two teams. Anytime he gets a point, I'm like, okay, good. I, you know, I want him to get a couple more goals, just get some confidence going. But he's just barely shooting. Right. Um, his perifs are still decent. You know, 43 hits in 29 games, 55 blocks in 29 games. So so that's still good. But yeah, Headman's been a major disappointment. I, I think he's a buy low, but I, I because of his name um, and, and kind of the draft of capital you probably spent getting him, it's going to be hard for, for GMs to move off him. But I still would kick tires on Hedman, especially because he's back on power play one. You know, after Christmas break, there's a, it's, it's a nice break for the players. They come back. Sometimes they're for refreshed. So I would buy low on Hedman. Um, you know, I like buy lows. I've said this many times on the podcast here. My team isn't even buy lows anymore. They're stay lows. All right. I've got, I've got a bunch of teams where I'm like, I, I just can't not go after buy lows. I, I always kick, kick tires. And I think you should kick tires on both these players, Huberto and Hedman. Now a player I, I don't think I would kick tires on is the next regifter. And that's Patrick Kane of the Chicago Blackhawks. Is this the crusty crab? No, this is Patrick. This is a player uh, that I'm not too interested in this year. Um, I did pick him up on one team just because of the right wing. Uh, he's a right winger, which is a scarce position. So I was trying to load up um, and pick pick my right, right wingers first. And he was the best guy available at that point. But wow. I mean, I, I looked at Kane's numbers, some of his advanced stats, and nothing has really changed. So besides his his production, but his shots per 60 is is equal uh, his shot percentage is way down, and we'll talk about that. But his uh, expected goals for per 60 is is high. His Corsi 4 is pretty much where it was before. His score, He's getting more scoring chances. He's getting more high-danger scoring chances. So what's the problem? Well, the problem is the team he's he's playing for sucks bad. I mean, his line mates are Max Domi and Andreas Athanasiu at times, you know? And, or, or like a kind of an older Jonathan Taves he's playing with every now and then, or Taylor Radish. Like, it's, it's just not the type of guys, you know, uh, that, that Patrick Kane needs to play with, right? And he's 34 now, and he can't really, he just can't keep up the pace that he has for his whole career. So, I mean, last season, he still played amazing. He's 78 games, 91 points last season. With very similar, I mean, they got rid of, so many good players on the Blackhawks, and I can absolutely understand why Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves were choked because, yeah, they're just leaving them in the trenches here, basically, while all the you know guys like Kirby Doc and DeBrinket go go elsewhere, right? Um, it's rough. It's rough to see. I, I I feel for him. I really hope he gets traded because then I would be interested in Patrick Kane, you know, wherever he goes, really, because 
he's gonna he he'll obviously play with better players. Chicago is terrible this year, no question. And that wears on you. You know, that wears on you as a player. And I think he's just been in the league long enough. He's been doing it. He's he's just been full send the whole time. This year, it's it's probably I can imagine it'd be hard for him to get motivated at this point because he doesn't want to rebuild, right? He wants to win. So I mean, let's look at some of his numbers. He's in thirty games. He's got four goals, eighteen assists for twenty two points. That's a sixty point pace over the season. That's not good, you know. Not not what you expect out of Patrick Kane. Um, this is the lowest ever uh, points per game. Uh, you know, uh, percentage that he's ever had. So, or he's 0.73 points per game. That's the lowest of his career of any season. So that's, that's, that's hard. That, that's hard. And just cause this man's a legend, like no question, whatever you think of him, Patrick Kane is, is one of the best hockey players to ever do it. So yeah, and he's 34 and he's kind of fallen off. So his shooting percentage is way down. Uh, and it's gone down the last three seasons, right? His his career average is 11.4. This year, he sh- his shooting percentage is 3.8. Sheesh, that's not great. But his shots on goal is staying steady. And he's not giving you anything else. Six hits and six blocks in 30 games. Jeez. So this is why Patrick Kane has been such a stinky gift. Dude, no, this is serious. I just sharded. Because... He's not doing anything, really. I mean, he, he has 13 power play points, so that's nice. So 13 of his 22 points have been on the power play. It, it's, just, it's just been an ugly season. His, his ice time is still good, over 20 minutes. But, yeah, Patrick Kane, this has been a rough go. I feel for him. You know, I think you got to re-gift that. But uh, just keep an eye. If he gets traded, I mean, his value goes back up. But I actually saw him dropped in a, in a points league that I'm in. Um, it was crazy, actually. I, I, to someone dropped Patrick Kane. Someone scooped him up right away. So I, I do think it was a mistake to drop Patrick Kane, but that was just a bit shocking. Someone dropped him. Like, oh wow, this is this is where this guy's at currently in his career. So yeah, it's rough, rough things going on there in Chicago. Hopefully, he gets traded to a contender or yeah, just a team that's you know. Hopefully, he can put them over the edge. And yeah, I like Patrick Kane. So there you go. That's uh, that's all I got to say. But th- yeah, those are the those are the Christmas gifts and the Christmas re gifts. I just wanted to do a short podcast and just you know give you a bit of give you a bit of fun before uh, the Christmas break here. And I also wanted to just take the opportunity to say thank you so much for uh, everybody who listens to this podcast, who tunes in who checks me out on Twitter. Um, it just means a lot. You know, I'm trying to build something here and I know it takes a long time and it takes some consistency and that's something that I'm definitely working on. But, uh, I just love fantasy hockey. It's, it's so fun. And, um, yeah, I've just, I've met a lot of good people. I've had some, some interviews and, and just, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a really, uh, good thing for me. Uh, just for my mental health to, to do this. So thank you so much for listening to my rambling, listening to the stupid movie quotes and all the sound drops. And honestly, I, I wish you and your family the best at Christmas, the holidays, whatever, whatever it is you celebrate. I, I just wish you all the best. And I'm really looking forward to the new year. Um, yeah, I think in the new year, Fantasy NHL Today is going to get a little more consistent for sure. And uh, we'll talk about some of the plans that we've got there. But uh, again, and also thank you, Sports Ethos. I forgot to mention Sports Ethos presentation. 
Um, they've really been helping me out. There's some amazing people there at Sports Ethos. Um, Dan Bespris is uh, someone who's helped me a lot, uh, kind of mentor, um, you know, in terms of podcasting. He does Fantasy NBA Today for Sports Ethos. And it's just one of the best fantasy podcasts you'll ever listen to. This guy is like a, he's like a savant. Um, yeah. So anyways, I just, uh, I don't want to too much on that, but yeah. Um, I really appreciate that, Dan. Thank you so much to sports ethos. Um, you know, everybody else there, uh, they've, they've been just so helpful and, and trying to get this content out there. So my goal for sports ethos, dot com in the new year is to get some some fantasy hockey content on their website as well get some news feeds get some blurbs you know i know that's uh um that's a that's a high kind of bar to set but but that's kind of that's what i want to do that's the type of um thing i want to be a part of and 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 sports ethos is is so uh accommodating and helpful with that so thank you sports ethos Appreciate you. Appreciate all the listeners. Again, follow me on Twitter at Blake Creamer SE. Enjoy your holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. Celebrate your day. Bye for now. Albert! Oh, oh. Oh.